Just before I get into my message, it's now been a full year of having church at home. Can you believe it? It's been great. It's been wonderful. God has really met with us through this platform. But now, church, the time is nearing for us to get back together for in-person services. I'm so excited about this new season coming and can't wait to see you in person for our Sunday morning services starting the 21st of March, as we had communicated. There will be more information coming to you this next week on how we'll be doing that, so be on the lookout for that info. Let's turn to the Word of God, Acts chapter 2, verses 41 through 47 from the Passion Translation. Verse 41 of Acts 2 says, Those who believed the word of Peter that day numbered 3,000. They were all baptized and added to the church. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. A deep sense of awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. All the believers were in fellowship as one body, and they shared with one another whatever they had. Out of generosity, they even sold their assets to distribute the proceeds to those who were in need among them. Daily, they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. These seven passages of Scripture depict the birth of the early church, never before seen until this very moment. It came to existence. This early church came into existence on the day of Pentecost, right after the Apostle Peter's remarkable sermon, which according to verse 37, after he preached, it says 3,000 were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and to the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Upon being told to repent and be baptized for the forgiveness and the release from their sin, the very first Christian community, God's new community, began. What we see transpire from the outset of the church, this new community of God's people in the earth, is what we want to re-examine today, or beginning today. And we say, to what end? Why do we want to re-examine? So that you and I, God's people, His church today would be refreshed in our understanding of what church life is meant to be as was displayed by the first, the original, the model church. I begin a series today entitled Qualities of a Renewed Church. Qualities of a Renewed Church, 2021 being the year of renewal. We're crying out to God for God to do a work of renewing in us individually, in us as a church. In the New Testament, church means people, not buildings. Yet people and buildings do have one thing in common. Both require renewing. 
There is no building standing anywhere that does not, from time to time, require refurbishing, requiring renewing. Just as buildings can fall into a state of disrepair, and this is usually mainly due to neglect, to the point where some of them are put out of commission. So it can be with us, the church, the people of God. Let me refresh our memory of the meanings of the word redo. Redo means to renovate and reconstruct to the original purpose. To restore ruined altars and cities by rebuilding. To revitalize and re-energize one's spirit. Return to a fresh, invigorating state to make qualitatively new. Last week, Pastor Abraham added a couple of a couple of meanings to the word renew, to rejuvenate, to strengthen again, rejuvenate and strengthen again. Now listen to me carefully. The church lies at the very heart of God's eternal purpose. In fact, the very reason that Christ came to earth, giving his life on the cross was to redeem people for the glory of his Father whose purpose is to build his church. The redeemed, which can only happen by being born again of the Spirit of God. The redeemed, they are God's building material for his church. You and I who have been redeemed, bought back, we have been cleansed by the blood of the Lord Jesus. Our name's written in the book of life. We are the redeemed of the Lord and we are his building material for his church in the earth. From its inception, in its brand new state, the qualities that are seen in the early church, this original church, this model church, those qualities are exceptional. Now we must be careful not to misrepresent this new community of believers by idealizing it. Indeed, it had its flaws. It had its misgivings. Nevertheless, one thing is certain. This band of men and women were united in vision. They stood together in danger. They stood together in conflicts. And they impacted the known world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's our heart's cry as well on this Mission Sunday that God would use us like never before, that God by His Holy Spirit would renew us as His people like never before, that we would see an impact made right here in our city and nation and beyond. You see, the church had its beginnings on the day of Pentecost by the powerful working of the Holy Spirit in making the believers new and alive in Christ. Paul the Apostle explains in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 and 18, Now if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. There it is, church. He has given us the ministry by making everything new, giving us this new life, 
He's now given us the ministry of reconciling others to God so that they too can know this new life in Jesus and become part of the great family of God in the earth. Let's embrace this anew today on this Mission Sunday. So what are the distinguishing qualities of the church? Well, to answer this question, we must ask another question. What does a spirit-filled, spirit-led church look like? What evidence did that first century church give of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit in her midst? Acts 2.42 part A says that the Holy Spirit, the work of God, had such an impact and was so effective, it reveals the very first actions of this new community of God's people. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostle. Now, from this statement, devoted to following the apostle's teaching, we see the very first quality of this new, spirit-filled community of God's people. Number one, the first quality of a renewed church, a church made new and alive, is a church ready and committed to learn. A church ready and committed to learn. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Now in verse 43, we read about the signs and the wonders that were done through the apostles. But that's not where it begins. We read first in verse 42 of the believer's faithful devotion to following the teachings of the apostles. You see, the book of Acts is all about God's people being led by the Holy Spirit, being used of the Holy Spirit in powerful, miraculous ways to bring transformation to the societies of the day. But it all began with believers being taught hungry to study and learn the teachings of the apostles. Why do I point this out? Because we must be careful not to place signs and wonders ahead of being taught and grounded in the scriptures. One of the great indicators that a church is encountering renewal is not miracles. Although we believe and we desire miracles, we stand for miracles believing to see them in our midst. Rather, it's the readiness and the commitment of the membership to study and to know God's Word, to be grounded in the Word of God. For when there is no miracle, we still pursue learning. For when there is no miracle, we continue to press in, to grow, to come to greater understanding, to stay grounded in the truth right in the body where God has placed us. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 24 and 25 says, that's why the prophet said, the old life is a grass life. Its beauty as short-lived as wild flowers. Grass dries up, flowers droop. God's word goes on and on forever. This is the word that conceived new life in you. This is the word that conceived new life in you. The first quality of a renewed, spirit-filled, spirit-led church is a community of believers who take seriously the authority of God's word and seeks to submit to it. 
One Bible commentator said it this way, the evidence of conversion to Christ is a desire to be instructed in the doctrines and the duties of Christianity and a willingness to attend on the preaching of the gospel. Oh, a church renewed by the Holy Spirit will keep the word of the Lord the central theme. Its ministers will expound the Bible from the pulpit. The church that is being renewed and made new, its parents will teach their children from the scriptures, striving to live by its standard within the home. A renewed church will read and reflect upon God's word every day. Come on, this is why we're reading through the Bible this year. A renewed church will read and reflect upon God's word every day in order to grow to maturity in Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, our interest will come into alignment with his. We will no longer be all over the place in pursuit of other things. We will receive a greater hunger to learn and to know the ways of God, to live as his people for his glory in this hour, where his word, his living word made alive inside of us becomes the basis for our lifestyle choices. NLC, this is our year for renewal. This is what we're believing God for. And it's through this that we will see an impact made in our communities, to our neighbors and to our friends. Let's believe God to do it in us and through us this year. Come on, let's pray. Let's turn our hearts to God right now. I want you to just say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? What has my attention in these days? Have I lost the hunger, the hunger to learn, to be taught God's word, to be taught God's ways? Do those around me observe my commitment to grow in the understanding of your word and the application of your word in my daily living. Lord, is my life truly a testimony of a life founded upon your word together as one people moving, moving together, trusting you and looking to you, Holy Spirit. Work in us, Holy Spirit, work in me, I pray. Just before we go, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you've not experienced this new life in Jesus. You long for your life to be turned around. You long to become part of the church, the family of God. If you're ready to receive Him as your Savior today, or if you desire to know more, about Nairobi Lighthouse Church, please call or text the number that's at the bottom of your screen. We would love to hear from you, love to pray with you, love to help you come to that understanding that God has for you in your life to live this life in Christ. God bless you.